name is Brian. And I'm Brian. And this is Brian vs. Brian, episode 28. Uh, Judas and the Black Messiah for Black History Month. Play that tasty little trailer. I want to share something with you. Like the masses, I was in awe when I first laid eyes on all the things you are. I heard that speech. I knew we'd make noise. I just thought it'd be in the streets. The Black Panthers are the single greatest threat to our national security. Our counterintelligence program must prevent the rise of a Black Messiah. You're looking at 18 months for the stolen car, five years for impersonating a federal officer, or you can go home. What do you want? Get close to Hampton. The Black Panthers are forming a rainbow coalition of oppressed brothers and sisters of every color. Yeah, so just released um, on HBO max and of course in theaters if you're lucky enough to have that privilege um directed by shaka king i'm not familiar you know who this person is what they've done get an imdb up no i have it up right now i don't recognize his name and i'm gonna look yeah i don't i haven't seen any of his movies look like they're kind of um look like they're indies but i haven't i've never heard of them uh newly weeds and mulligans Newly weeds, huh? So yeah, directed by Shaka King, uh, a story by King Benson and Kenny and Keith Lucas, of all people. If you don't know them, they're the the wacky comic twins that were in uh, Twenty Two Jump Street. Have you ever seen their stand up? It's pretty damn funny. Yeah, they're like they're identical like, twins too. Like they look yeah, exactly yeah, and they, the same. <clears throat> and the whole stand up is just a back and forth, like finishing each other's sentences. It's super dry. Mm-hmm. really weird comedy but I, I love that shit they're pretty funny uh i didn't know they were into this kind of stuff i guess they've been uh working on this for quite a while this is one of their uh passion projects that they wanted to get done uh starring daniel kaluuya kaluuya as fred hampton and uh stanfield well wait lake lakeith stanfield as bill o'neill the Judas, mm-hmm. both these guys from uh, Get Out. I was like, oh, wait a minute. These, yeah. are, these, are, the, these are Get Out guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, Jordan Peele presents. <laughs> yeah, right. But, I'm surprised to see Jesse Plemons in there, too. I'm a, I, I love Jesse Plemons. I'm always happy when he shows up in a movie. The, the FBI guy? Is that yeah, who that yeah. is? Yeah, he's a fucking weirdo. God, <laughs> God he always, so he always good. plays a fucking weirdo. He is good. <laughs> I, I just keep picturing the scene from... Uh, Oh, game night? Game night. <laughs> like, <laughs> how does that make any sense for Pepsi Frito-Lay? <laughs> uh, notice you got the scoops. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, he's super weird. He's pretty good in this. I liked yeah. him. He's kind of a likable uh, kind of villainous character, you know? You know, He's obviously more likable than uh, J. Edgar Hoover. Yeah. Let me just say, after watching this movie, like, fuck it, I was, uh, I was disgusted. Mm-hmm. I was like, what the fuck? Well, that's a good movie, though, when it can make you feel like that. I was disgusted. This young man was only 21 years old when he was fucking murdered. 
Um, it's pretty tragic, man. It's pretty yeah, fucked. And J. Edgar Hoover, like, uh, you know, I don't know much about him. I haven't researched him too much, but from the things I've heard and seen in, like, film, it's like no one calls you uh, a rapist for 20 years if you're not raping someone, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No one says all this terrible shit about you if you're not doing some of it. And even if he did some of it, what a fucking terrible piece of shit, dude. Yeah. Yeah, he was he was pretty disgusting in this movie. I don't again, I don't know how much truth there is um in terms of who he is as a person. I mean, he comes off in this movie. He's portrayed in this movie as, you know, basically a white supremacist, not like a KKK member, but like just somebody who doesn't um doesn't like black people. And it's pretty fucked yeah, up. Yeah, maybe even worse cuz he get, he got away with a lot of this stuff with impunity. Yeah. Uh and didn't have to get his own hands dirty. Um but yeah, like I said, I'll, I'll give him some benefit of the doubt. But you know, no one says all this stuff about you constantly, without mm-hmm. some of it being true. And only, even if only you know a fraction of it is, uh, what a terrible person. Yeah, I'm I'm glad that you, not glad. You know, I I I guess I'm, I kind of feel your 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 disgust in this movie, or like you you this movie upset you. I'm assuming based on what you're saying. Yeah, man. I gotta say, uh, this week was kind of. I mean, I'm not depressed, but it was like I watched a lot of depressing movies. It just kind of mm-hmm. happened that way. I didn't like do it on purpose, but um, I watched five movies this week, which is pretty crazy for me. But mm-hmm. I had that movie bug, so I was jumping on it. But anyways, three of the five movies I watched were about civil rights, and all three of them were fucked. Um, yeah, rights. You know, this one is obviously awful. There's another one I watched that takes place in England um that was awful and well i guess the other one was one night miami one night miami isn't really a tough watch like it's not horrible but there are discussions in that movie that are that are unsettling um but yeah so it's just been and then i uh you posted that link about that show on netflix called who killed malcolm x yeah awesome show ended up watching episode one uh, yesterday and like even that was just like fuck dude just like i don't know (laughs) a lot went down in the 60s dude it's pretty awful yeah i don't even uh i I didn't even correlate, you know, Black History Month. I don't, uh, I, I, I don't remember what months these these things are. But then, mm-hmm. you know, I was watching Malcolm X for the first time, Denzel Malcolm X, which is like, why have I never watched this movie? Everyone talks about it, so I watched it, and then I got into the TV show because I heard they might reopen the case or they're uh, they're looking at the case to reopen it based on the theories and evidence in the show i'm like well fuck that must be a pretty good show if they're doing all that and uh now watch this so i've been hitting it hard on the the, the black history month civil rights stuff and mm-hmm. it's really cool stuff but yeah it's, it's like god damn yeah this it's this pre- movie was uh actually pretty interesting for me because my ignorant ass didn't even know who fred hampton was until the end once the end happens the unfortunate climax i guess we'll call it um that's when i was like oh he's that guy because i knew about the raid i just didn't know like who was involved and then when the raid happened i was like oh it's that guy but um yeah i didn't know who he was so all this was pretty fresh for me in terms of like who he was as a revolutionary and and the the black panther member and um creating a coalition between different factions um all that stuff was pretty new to me yeah the rainbow coalition yeah. so i my knowledge of fred hampton was from gangster ass rap music mm. from what i i knew him from dead prez talks about him a lot oh, okay uh 
So that's how I knew him. So I knew he was a revolutionary. They're, they're down with all those revolutionary types, Black Panther types. So that's, I knew the name. I can roughly, I knew some of the story. I knew he was killed. Um, but this was awesome to get to really uh, see it in a biopic. Mm -hmm. First of all, so Fred Hampton was the, the chairman of the Illinois Black Panthers. <clears throat> um, did a lot of a good for his community, opening up like free health clinics and uh, free breakfast. Uh, like schooling too, right? For kids? Something like that, but oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, a bunch of just free stuff for the community and uh, obviously the Rainbow Coalition with the, uh, with the two other groups, like a white group and a Latino group. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, that, that was kind of... I don't hear much of the Black Panthers doing that. You think Black Panthers, you think like uh, uh, segregation, almost like, like Michael Mex in the early yeah. days wanted to do it alone and we don't need white help and later on malcolm x started to, to waver on that once he left uh the nation of islam mm -hmm. and started to say you know we can accept their help we we're all working for the same thing but i've never heard much of the the black panthers doing that <clears throat> and so that was pretty cool to, to to get to see that story and how he they were really scared because he was he was uh getting everybody together down in uh, chicago um, and then this guy, Daniel Kaluuya, like, God damn, what a performance, dude. Oh yeah. He's, he's great. He, he's I remember get... him catching my eye. I think it was in like 2012, somewhere around 2012, 2013, whatever. Uh, he was in a really, one of my favorite episodes of Black Mirror. I don't know if you're a fan of that show, but, uh, he's in an episode. I, I like the show. I heard he's in it. I haven't seen that episode. It's a really good episode. But yeah, he, he caught my eye back then. And then, yeah, he kind of pops up here and that, yeah, get out. Like you said, you mentioned earlier. Um, yeah, he's, yeah. he's fucking phenomenal in this for sure. Uh, yeah, just fucking amazing. Um, I watched some footage afterwards of uh, Fred Hampton. And this guy, he gets the voice almost perfect, man. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's a really unique, strange voice. And uh, uh, heard someone said that he sounded like he was almost uh, spitting out his words when he talked and uh, chewing it's his words. It's almost kind of mumbly-ish. Not that yeah. he's mumbling, but it's, it kind of has a mumbling. Like I had yeah. to actually, unfortunately, I, <laughs> I tried my hardest to not put subtitles on, but eventually I'm like, I got to put subtitles on. Yeah, it's, hard it's funny. That. It's funny you mentioned that because I watched some of the bonus features that are on HBO Max. Mm -hmm. And uh, he talk, it talks about he, he modulated that voice perfectly and he didn't want to change it. Uh, he didn't make it more enunciated than Fred Hampton was because for, mm -hmm. Fred Hampton, sometimes you barely understand what he's saying. Yeah. So he did it perfectly. And yeah, sometimes I could, couldn't understand, but uh, I didn't subtitle it or anything. But I was, I was like, man, even watching the movie, I was like, man, I wonder, I bet he talks exactly like this. <laughs> so i mean or why else would you do it right so yeah that was pretty cool like he kept it the way it was that's uh, and they, they show fred hampton talking at the end and you know so what he sounds like sometimes you catch a couple words yeah yeah and then also stan or god i keep calling him by his last name first but lakeith call him stanfield <laughs> lakeith stanfield bill o'neill <clears throat> what an interesting uh character uh yeah. that that guy was really good. Lakeith did a great job, man. Like I, for as much as you hate this guy, 
he makes you, you know, understand like he's in a really rough spot. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I liked that about it. It's not uh, cut and dry. It's super gray. But by the end, you know, you're like, you can't get on board with that. Like, are you fucking kidding me, bro? <clears throat> yeah, he, uh, before I say what I'm about to say, I think uh, Lakeith Stanfield is awesome in this role. Um, like Daniel, like he kind of caught my eye in the early 2000 or early 2010s. He did a movie called, an indie movie called uh, Short Term 12 with everyone's favorite Brie Larson before Brie Larson was Brie Larson, mind you. But uh, he was really great in that movie, and he always kind of caught my eye. He kind of he um, he popped up in some random like Selma, and uh, there's a movie called Dope, which was dope. Uh, anyways, uh, he's great in this movie. Um, but I do think that if I do have one criticism of the movie, and it's not a big one, but it is a criticism, it is that his story kind of feels um, kind of feels like I've seen the movie before, you know, like when, when every time Fred Hampton's story, I'm like, I'm involved, I'm in it. But every time Bill's, it was like, fuck, I've seen this movie. I've seen the undercover cop thing. He's, he's conflicted with doing the right thing and helping the cop. Like, I don't know, I've seen that movie before. So his, Bill O'Reilly's didn't engross me as, as much as I wanted it to. But, um, but that's a very, 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 very minor nitpick. This movie, I'm not saying this movie sucks because of it. I'm just saying yeah. that some well, of it felt a little too familiar to me. Well, yeah, you've seen the undercover cop story. Duh. Everyone has, but mm -hmm. that's that's his story. I mean, what are they yeah, going to yeah. do? You yeah. know what I mean? That's that's his part of the story. That's his role. FBI informant is what he was. So, uh, you know, you can't church it up too much, I guess. For sure, uh, for sure. I heard this movie is pretty accurate, it's, except the, the uh, what were they called, the Crowns? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah that's, a, faction. that's a fictitious group mm. that they made up. It's just kind of an amalgam. Uh, I don't feel like you really needed that. Uh, it didn't add much to the movie for it to be fake, you know, because the Rainbow Coalition is real and all that. So, right. I get. I guess they, I don't know why they put that in, but it's in there. It's okay scene. It's kind of cool when he goes and meets him. I like that. I like that. That scene has some tension built into it with uh, yeah. Bill running into the somebody else previously, like early on in the movie, and he's like, "Oh fuck, he's gonna, he's gonna, you know, find me out." That part was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, but uh, what's his name? Lakeith. Yeah, that's really – that's a cool role. It's hard to make that guy likable, man. Uh, mm -hmm. And so – Do you see he was just – he wanted, you know you, – you can clearly tell he wanted a better life. He wanted money. He wanted, you know, and he was going to do whatever it took to get, you know. And like you said, he idolized that cop that – you know, brought him on. He took him to his house, smoking cigars, drinking good whiskey, whatever. And I think he wanted a piece of that. He wanted his own life. And I think he was going to do whatever it took to do it. But in the end, I mean, even that last scene of the movie is pretty heartbreaking. His actual interview doing that documentary. It's pretty yeah. fucking sad. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. They show him and he's like, it doesn't show much remorse for what he did. Mm -hmm. as the excuses for everything and then it's that pbs documentary i have to go watch that documentary to see if it gets yeah i'd love to watch it that. too and uh he's like i'll let people judge i wasn't sitting on my ass during the you know civil rights movement mm -hmm. it's like yeah you're right but also <laughs> I don't <know>. murder <laughs> very important in that movement <laughs> yeah um so yeah that's just so and then he commits suicide. Yeah, the, that's the crazy. day the documentary airs. That's nuts. Crazy. Yeah. So, 
Maybe you did also feel a little, little cowardly, guilty, man. The guy's got kids. Yeah. You know, it sucks that you did what you did, but you don't have to fucking kill yourself. But yeah. not trying to be harsh. <laughs> I'm sure it's a, a, a tough thing to go through, but it's all the whole thing's harsh, baby. Hold on. <laughs> it's going to get rough. So, yeah, they fucking, fucking murdered this guy, bro. Yeah. Fucking, and what, 90 gunshots or something? Or? Yeah, 99 shots were fired, and only mm-hmm. one shot was fired from them, the movement. Yeah, and I, you know, I don't know how much of that is uh, true. I don't know. Did he drug him? I mean, mm-hmm. that's fucking nuts. Um, so, and he dies at 21. That's just fucking, you know, I feel old now. It's like, damn, all these people have had these crazy lies and are, you know, uh, helped with the, not only the civil rights movement, but just you do anything great in your life and you die young. It's like, yeah. damn. He was a kid, man. Fred was a yeah. fucking kid, dude. Yeah, 21. Yeah. I couldn't imagine a I bunch of adults. I couldn't imagine a bunch of adults like us. Like, we got to kill this kid. Mm-hmm. This little 21-year-old black bastard. It's like, what the fuck, bro? Yeah. I, I just can't even fathom it. It's so weird. Uh, so, yeah, this is tragic. Um, and, you know, even more so than, like, uh, I don't know. I felt for this guy more than Malcolm X after watching the Malcolm X movie. <clears throat> I could relate I could relate more to uh, to Fred Hampton, I think, because yeah. he's, he's, he's not so out there. The things he wants are pretty simple. Free breakfast, you know, yeah. his people to be healthy in his own community. Um, yeah, the man of the people. Yeah, and he's not part of some crazy religious sect like the Nation of Islam. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a pretty normal dude, so it's a little easier to uh, relate to him. That's for sure. How'd you feel about the um, uh, love interest stuff? Uh, I didn't think it was great. I didn't think yeah. it detracted it, it from anything, though. I mean, you gotta uh, you gotta show that his girlfriend or whatever wife. I don't know if they were married, but his lady was pregnant so i that's kind of important because yeah. people know fred hampton jr as well um i've seen some stuff with him it's cool to see, to see that they're still working in that um yeah that part of the civil rights it's pretty cool the black the black panther cubs i yeah. think they're called um which is kind of a whack name but i understand they're not they don't want to use the black panther name and they're kind of like the children of the black panthers but yeah Cub to me sounds soft. <laughs> you, gotta, you, gotta, you gotta come up with a cooler name. Uh, but yeah, I was watching some stuff with him, and he's it's pretty crazy talking, you know, hearing the legend of your dad, never meeting him. Mm-hmm. And um, and he was in a interview with uh, Kaluya, and man, he he's not built like his dad. His dad had the, the golden tongue. This guy was like, I was. You don't know, stumbling his words and mm. yeah, he's probably nervous. Yeah. I don't know how much limelight he gets, but yeah, but I, I hear he does a lot of this stuff. He's like a <clears throat> he's an activist, and so I thought he would be a little more eloquent, like he's like Malcolm X and uh, mm. Hampton. But I don't know. It could be just the interview, but didn't seem that way from the interview, which I thought was interesting. I expected to see Fred Hampton Jr. I heard about him too, a little bit, kind of more than fred hampton 
and uh, so I thought I was going to see some some crazy speech or something, but but it was cool. Uh, these are real people, man. These are real stories, real tragic, real good movie. Uh, I loved it, man. This whole thing, dude. The the cinematography, yeah, cinematography it looked great. awesome. <clears throat> um, the director of photography is that guy who did Twelve Years a Slave. He did a couple other really cool looking things. So uh, another, I I, I want to say another hit or banger for HBO. I mean, they haven't been knocking these things out of the park, but this this is a good pull for that uh, yeah. that that straight to straight to home. Uh, experience like damn this is an awesome movie 100 yeah i mean i definitely enjoyed this more in wonder woman and little things um so yeah this was i think it was a knock out of the park this movie was awesome yeah <clears throat> you learn something i love movies like that you learn something that's real and uh it's a great biopic i love biopic movies when they're yeah. done they're, when they're done good they're, i think they're better than they're better than fiction so Almost like uh, it almost makes you want to do something at the end. You're like, fuck, I, wish I <laughs> want to do something, you know? Like you're so pissed off and mad, you just want to like try and fix everything, you know? You go but, down to like you go down to like the FBI's office. <laughs> Where's this bastard Hoover? <laughs> Does he work well, here his still? Ass. <laughs> uh but yeah, that's crazy. Like the the lawsuit of uh the Chicago Police Department and the FBI and all them uh conspiring to assassinate him and they lost the lawsuit mm -hmm. or they settled but, rather yeah well yeah well basically they lost yeah yeah the longest lawsuit in u.s history up until that time but uh oh boy one point something million dollars they asked for, for 40, yeah 40 the death the death of all these people mm -hmm. one million dollars <throat> and um it's just crazy that even now it's like, oh, after watching that Who Killed Malcolm X thing, it's like, it's obvious when you watch the thing and when you watch this, the, the actual narrative isn't true mm -hmm. of what happened, right? And we're in 2021 with this uh, culture and we can't like do something about it, right? Like even the Malcolm X thing is like the cops that are interviewed at like right now in the stuff, they're like, <clears throat> they're standing behind everything they did. You know, and uh, two of those people were probably innocent that were put in jail. And the one guy who was actually a trigger man, he said, "Yeah, I, I pulled the trigger." And then these two guys weren't with me. It was these guys, and then they, and they never listened to him. And he said it in trial, and he said it all these years. But uh, it's crazy that we can't get to the bottom of this and mm -hmm. figure out some of this this bullshit cover up story of a raid where you have to shoot ninety nine times. And, yeah. Uh, it, and he was going back to the, the tragic part is he was going back to jail. Yeah, prison. yeah. Fred Hampton has lost his appeal. He's going back to prison, and that wasn't enough mm -hmm. for them. They had to, they, they want this motherfucker dead or nothing. That's fucking nuts. Yeah, it was horrible. Like, even that scene with the, what's his name in the movie? Roy, uh, Officer Roy, or Detective, whatever the fuck he is, Detective Roy Mitchell. For the, I'd say for the first half of the movie, he's, okay like i didn't hate him i thought there may yeah. be something boiling underneath him a little bit but for the most part he kind of treated bill with respect um 
so they're kind of buddy buddy ish you know and then he gets to that scene and everything that that bill asked for like hey can i get more money if i'm gonna do this like roy does go try and get him like he does kind of fight for him a little bit yeah and then you have that scene towards the end of the movie where like he's kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place it's like he doesn't I feel like Roy didn't want to do these things, but he's talking to his fucking bosses who were telling him what to do. I mean, he, obviously he could have walked, but you can see in that scene where Jager Hoover's like, what would your daughter do if you brought home a black man? He's just like, what the fuck kind of question is that? Like, you know, like, I don't know. That was yeah. kind of a really bad scene. <clears throat> yeah, that was rough. Uh, yeah, and you could tell uh, he's, I don't, I think he plays his character as he's not a he's not a racist the mm -hmm. the detective but he's surrounded by racism and right, the FBI, right. and he's trying to deal with it and then i think at some point he just he just leans into it mm -hmm. like this is the only way i'm gonna get anywhere so he leans into it and then oh the the one of the scenes where he's uh bill comes to the restaurant mm, this is and this. it's like after after he's murdered and then he gives him the gives him a couple bucks and an envelope and a pair of keys and says, "This is a gas station mm -hmm. down the street. You now own it. You're free and you're a business owner." And I was like, "That felt like the sleaziest, like yeah, dirtiest scene." I has to hear, "Yeah, yeah, you helped murder this dude you've been with for a while. So, uh, got you a gas station, buddy." It's pretty fucked. Yeah, and then you can even uh, Lakeith played that scene real well like in the hesitation of accepting the mm -hmm. the the payoff yeah there's some uh there's some acting going on in this motherfucking movie boys oh yeah so 100%. yeah i think uh award season we're gonna see some uh, judas and the black messiah stuff i think daniel kaluuya has got to get a, a best actor nod for this with his, what he done with his voice and and at least a nomination, I would think, because there's not very many movies coming out. So great performances are kind of few and far between. Mm -hmm. I, I I haven't heard any movies with a, any kind of Oscar buzz or anything in a while. Yeah, I well, like I mean, there's there's Oscar buzz from movies the last year, but I mean, yeah, we're in February of this year. So, I mean, this is definitely the, the contender right now because it's so early in the year, but we'll see how it goes later on. But yeah, as of now, as of you know, two months into the to the to the year, what I have seen the movies released this year, then yeah, he's he's it. <clears throat> yeah, and I I wouldn't be surprised if the Keith got a supporting. Mm -hmm. Um, it's kind of <clears throat> both of these are kind of supporting roles because it's it's pretty damn split down the middle of the, of the story, of uh, back and forth. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed it, man. Uh, if I had to give it a score i'd probably give it a nine i think this is close to to movie perfection i enjoyed every second of it i uh, learned something uh it, it got me emotional afterwards I, I was like fuck man what's some pieces of shits mm -hmm. uh i enjoyed both characters and i related to both main characters uh so yeah i think it was a nine it was a knocked it out of the park i love this movie it's good yeah i'm right there with you i, I think i'd give it an 8.5 which is right behind you so i you know echo everything you just said i thought it was great um all the way through my only slight criticisms with it it does at times feel like a movie i've seen before um 
And then I also think <laughs> this is going to piss you off. Okay. I love Daniel Kalu in this role. He, he is the best, whatever, right? Like there's no mm -hmm. arguing that I'm, I a hundred percent agree with you, but I almost wish, well, I didn't know he died so young. And I think Daniel's probably in his, he looks like he's in his mid thirties. It would have been interesting to cast somebody who actually is 21 to see the, I don't know, like, because killing a 21 year old is pretty fucked. Right. But I feel like it's a little bit washed over when you see a 35 year old actor doing it. Cause he feels like an adult, but I feel like if they would have cast somebody a little younger, it made that impact could have been a little stronger, but that's, again, that's such a small criticism I have in the movie. It's just something I thought about afterwards. Um, but yeah, Daniel Kaluuya is might as well give him the Oscar right now, or at least. A yeah. Nominee. But yeah, I understand I'd say 8.5. This movie was really good. <clears throat> I understand what you're saying, but if you look at footage of Fred Hampton, <clears throat> I mean, he didn't look 21 to me. Mm -hmm. He looks a little older. That's probably has, has to do with, you know, how much you go through in life. And, you know, he's wise beyond his years. But he, he right. didn't look 21. Like, if you were to ask me his age, I wouldn't have said 21. Mm -hmm. And uh, with uh, Kaluuya, I think they had to get someone that would that would uh, get the presence and the gravitas yeah, of the, he definitely of the, bring that of the sure. character, which he did, mm -hmm. rather than you don't think about uh, his age, yeah. right? When you think about Fred Hampton, you, they think about the person. I think it was more important to have the the presence than the maybe the correct age look. And I thought he looked pretty similar after seeing some footage of uh, Hampton. Oh yeah, you know? I, I was watching some of uh, some of Hampton's speeches. And I may throw one in at the end. I tried to grab some speeches this morning, but uh, YouTube wouldn't let me. So I'll keep trying to see if I can squeeze in um, a speech maybe at the end of this episode. People can listen to it. Yeah. It wasn't one of those uh, castings where sometimes you do a biopic casting and the guy is nothing like the other guy. Mm -hmm. And it's just trying to act it, you know. But right, right. This, was, this wasn't – didn't seem like that. I mean he's not – it's not like – a Tupac movie or the Biggie movie or something where you cast a look like an alike. imitation, not like yeah. a, somebody embodying the role. Yeah, but he's definitely close enough that he could, he nails it pretty well. Yeah, their speeches, uh, if you watch them back to back, in terms of just their cadence and how they talk, they're it's pretty uncanny how well he did. And yeah, I think yeah, I mean you make a good point. Like despite the age, you know he he does give the es essence of this of this person. It's kind of like when you watch a high school movie and you know these <laughs> these actors are like. And they're late 20s and they're supposed to be 18. Yeah. You kind of just have to deal with it. And I um, think in the movie, it makes him feel older because he's so, uh, <clears throat> you know, he's so wise. Mm -hmm. And when you're watching the movie and he's doing all this stuff, you feel like he's been doing this forever because he's so right. yeah, he's yeah. so dedicated to it, right? You feel like, oh, man, this guy's 40 years old. He's been sure. doing this his whole life. You know, I felt like some of that kind of makes the not only – the character seem older because we didn't know his age going in mm -hmm. and so it's like you're like how can somebody be this dedicated so young it just didn't cross your mind like that so i feel like right. that ages him a little bit in your mind yeah definitely <laughs> i don't know i don't know what else there is to say right on i'm trying to think of things we haven't hit on i mean i think we got it kind of got it all yeah, no, we're kind <clears> of <throat> all over the place with this one, but probably just just because it was a really good movie. So yeah. many things hit your mind you want to talk about. Uh, definitely, we highly recommend this. 
if you have HBO Max, go sit your ass down for uh, how long was the movie? It's like two uh, hours. Slightly over two. I think it's like two hours yeah. and eight minutes or some shit. Yeah. Get two hours out of your day. Go sit your ass on the couch. Get some popcorn. And uh, be prepared for an emotional investment. Yeah. But if it's a it's a payoff, man. This is a, a good movie to have under your belt. Definitely want to see it. It's awesome. I enjoyed yeah, make sure it. You're in like, the right mood to watch this. So there, are, there are moments in this movie that are pretty tough to watch. But so... Yeah, it's a. Uh, it gets real, real hardcore at the end. Yeah, the beginning is just fun stuff. We're learning. We're learning. We're meeting. Yeah. Oh yay! <laughs> <laughs> then the end's like, oh shit, damn! I, well, I had to come to this end eventually, but. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, like that shootout was pretty intense and crazy, when he's in jail. Yeah, and all the, his the members get that shootout. All the shootouts, and that. You know, Bill rebuilding the the Panther House, mm-hmm. and everyone is thanking him for it, and you know, you, you know that what's coming is just oh man, you live that dual life, couldn't do it forever. Yeah, it sucks that they. I mean, it's it seems kind of convenient that they put this in the same scene, but I understand why because it, it makes it it makes the scene more impactful. What happens, but. There's that scene uh, towards the end when he has the pill and he's supposed to drug him. And like in that scene, uh, the crowns, the member of the crowns are like, here's a bunch of money uh, for you. What was, it? what was the money for to get out of prison or to help help to run away? Back? What's that? To run away. To run away. Oh, that's right. So to he, run away. So Here, So he didn't have to go back to prison. You don't have to go to jail. He'd take all this money. And, and Fred's like, nah, like give this back to the community. It's open to health care. Like this is about the people. It ain't about me. And, you know. And at the same time, uh, Bill's sitting there in the corner with his fucking teary eye. He's like, I got to drug this guy tonight. And he's talking about how he's doing this aw- this awesome thing for the community. Pretty fucked. Yeah, and then he goes up to him all fucking teary-eyed and emotional. You think he's going to tell him or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I thought that. Like, I know the fucking end of the story. Yeah. <laughs> this guy, they don't. Because you want him to. You're so invested. Yeah, you want him to, yeah, you know. Yeah. Like, tell him, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I want them to, you know, it's like a. a once upon a time in Hollywood. Yeah, ending. change the history a little bit. Yeah, they become friends and <laughs> ride off into the sunset. Yeah. yeah. Fortunately, that's not the end. No. Uh, oh, yeah, you just reminded me of another part I really liked. Um, what the hell? I think I lost it now, though. Um, uh, oh, yeah, the... Uh, the other informant they talk about in the movie from the other chapter mm, yeah and i like how that the, the, the fbi guys we know about him and he's like yeah he's an informant and he's like wait so let me get the this FBI, straight <laughs> the fbi informant <clears throat> in the other chapter accuses one of the black panthers of being an informant and then they proceed to murder him with the help of our fbi informant they yes. torture him. <laughs> Fucked up. Yeah. Like they cut off his balls or something or something awful like that. No, they said they poured boiling water over his yeah. cock. That's what, what they say. Like, Jesus oh my Christ. God. And he's and he's like, so he just murdered him. And he's like, yeah. And we're okay with this. Yeah, it's the beauty of it. Yeah. Like now he's on the run. Now he's a fugitive. Any Black Panther organization he <clears> goes into, we immediately have a right for a warrant. I don't know how much of that is true. It seems something right up their alley, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <That's fucked up. laughs> 
Dirty cocksuckers. FBI. If fucking if fucking Fox Mulder was around for this bullshit, yeah, this would this wouldn't fly. Fox Mulder would save the day, man. <laughs> Dana Scully, she wouldn't believe it at first, but she'd help at the end. Yeah, it is. It is pretty fascinating to see, you know, some of the parallels. I mean, I don't want to get too much into politics and all that stuff. I don't think that's necessarily what we're here for. But um, it is. It is uncanny to see some of the issues from the '60s still kind of alive and, and living today it's kind of unfortunate but like like in the beginning when uh, i think jay Edgar is giving the speech in this fucking auditorium and he's like the black panther movement's the biggest threat to social security and it's just kind of like you see kind of the same rhetoric towards the black lives matter movement and it's just kind of like i don't know it's kind of uncanny <clears throat> yeah uh yeah i mean yeah we don't we're not here to talk about that too much but yeah that's that's what this movie is kind of about so mm-hmm We'll talk about whatever comes across our plate. And uh, yeah, long story short, watch this damn movie, dude. Watch it, watch it, watch it. Awesome. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's a perfect time for this movie to come out uh, during Black History Month and learn a little something. Uh, I certainly learned a lot, and uh, it piqued my interest enough that, you know, I'm on Google checking out Fred Hampton and trying to get more of the story and, you know, see what's, what's, uh, what's, uh, you know, fictionalized a little bit more than real life, and what's what's the truth here? And overall, it's a pretty accurate biopic as far as biopics go. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot less liberties taken than some, so I like that. I like that. I mean, if you choose somebody to do a biopic, the life speaks for itself. I don't think you need to dramatize it too much, or if you should just pick somebody else to do a biopic about. Sure. So I liked this one. It was it was pretty truthful and real, and two amazing performances that everyone in it gives an awesome performance even these small roles pretty mm-hmm. great that one guy who the hell was that guy the black guy at the end who gives him the uh the drug that guy's performance was great i've seen him in a couple things oh, oh he was yeah, in yeah. he was in get out, he was in too. Get out too god yeah. damn it he was, the, he was the friend who he was the friend he was there. the funny friend yeah <laughs> oh shit now that's he also has his own tv show yeah on that nbc was, yeah that was a good little role in there yeah i'm always happy when he shows up he's he's a breath of fresh air yeah that was awesome. uh, yeah 100 yeah, percent. everyone should watch this movie if you have hbo max i don't see why you wouldn't unless you're just not in the mood for this kind of this kind of film but uh if you are and you're trying to you know maybe who wouldn't who wouldn't want this nice nice film on <laughs> family on valentine's day <laughs> Maybe I mean, hey, it- there are some people that just some sometimes these movies are a little too much for people and they they kind of st- stay stay away and they want to be you know mindlessly entertained by other things and sometimes these movies are are a lot yeah. but so i get it we're fi- and we're filming this on valentine's day maybe watch <laughs> maybe watch it tomorrow yeah. or hey if you and your significant other want to sit down and get invested in something this is this would be a fun two hours uh, yeah. grossing movie uh, yeah, and, and check out some of these other movies that are out there. I mean, Brian, you uh, recommended that awesome Malcolm X documentary. I'm only one episode in, but I, you know, I'm gonna keep watching it. It's pretty interesting. It gets stuff. good. Yeah. yeah, Who Killed Malcolm X is really good. Malcolm X is on uh, HBO right now. It's a a newer one they put on that has been on there too long. Um, uh, and I highly recommend uh one night in miami i think that like that movie is about as close to perfection as i can think of it's really like I, i'm sexist on amazon because i actually would love to hear uh what you think i think you'd actually really like it um 
It's uh, it's based on a play, but it's uh, you already know the the four, yeah. Muhammad Ali, Malcolm See, X, Sam Cooke, but they all kind of they all come or like hold up in this hotel room, and it's just them kind of debating about civil rights back and forth for most of the movie and it's, it's pretty fascinating and really good performances too especially the guy who plays Malcolm X but see uh, yeah, check what I, movie. Yeah, the movie's great <clears throat> what I didn't like about that movie or wasn't interested in was the fact that it's a fictionalized account this has never happened no it is so, I thought it was I told you that and I was wrong it actually did happen most no I mean meet in the hotel room and talk well I mean yeah I'm sure they met at one point, but they said that the whole thing is a fictionalized account. It's like, it's not a biopic. It's not, well, I'll have to do some more research, but I, I'm fairly certain you were correct in your first assumption. And that's all, everything I've heard. I think even the description says a fictionalized account of the meeting of la, 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 which if, if it isn't that I'm a way more interested. Um, but I like are you saying guys. that the like what they said in the room, like what the movie portrays, what they were saying like, is false, like or are you it, saying the like, actual, like they, they actually met. all four of them actually did meet? Like they they did yeah. ESPN did a thing where like what's his Jim Brown took them back to the hotel room, like yeah we all sat here and talked about civil yeah, rights, like and... like I think that was the premise of the movie. They all met, and mm -hmm. then let's write a let's write a movie about what happened. Mm. You know what I mean? Like they met, yeah. so it's a fictionalized account of what happened. Like they don't know what happened, so let's, right, let's right. write a movie about it. What would the what would happen in this room with these guys? As I think, what the movie's premise is. Gotcha. gotcha. Uh, but another another one that comes to mind is a good biopic for Black History Month. I love that movie Ali with oh, Will yeah, Smith. Yeah. I think that one's fucking awesome, man. I haven't seen that in forever. Yeah. I think Will Smith knocked it out of the park on that, dude. Will Smith playing Ali, you're like, what the fuck? And then you watch it. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> pretty good. And the, the guy who played Malcolm X in that did really well. I can't remember. Who Jamie Foxx? No, Jamie, Jamie Foxx Fox is like his trainer in that. Oh. Or something like that. Yeah. But uh, everyone who plays Malcolm X is usually pretty damn good at it. <laughs> Should be an amalgam of all the Malcolm X people in one movie. Right. So, yeah, watch the movie. Going off on a tangent. But hey, that's what we do. We love tangents, we love going <laughs> off. We in our in our defense we do it at the end so, so it's all right it's only yeah. a tangent for us. What do you care? You, you ain't here no more. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So uh, thanks for watching. Thanks for uh, subscribing and steadily getting some more subscribers. I see. Yeah. Uh, even more people than are in our Facebook group. So that's cool. So um, I don't know who those people are, but I'd like to invite you to the group. Yeah. Come on, little buddy. <laughs> yeah, we are now on Twitter, Facebook. All I think we're on everything but Instagram. So give us a follow and uh, everything but MySpace. Yeah. Dirty shit. <laughs> yeah, I think next we, week we're gonna. I think the idea is Mario. I think we're gonna. I, I think so. Yeah, Mario. I, I I thought I I was floating around the idea of doing like Ali or something. Mm. Like an Thank like you. another yeah. Uh, Black History Month type of thing, but we could talk about that. You know, we've done whether we want to do a game or a film. We'll see. Okay. Yeah, I was thinking that maybe it makes sense to do a, squeeze a game in there because I think next month is going to be pretty heavy in movies because you got Snyder, you got King versus Kong, yeah, yeah, and all that. King versus Kong. <laughs> King yes. Versus King versus Kong. Ah, <laughs> uh, God, I hope that isn't trash. <laughs> That's the guy who did Blair Witch. So we'll. See. I mean, it could go either way. <laughs> yeah. 
could go Blair Witch one or three. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for subscribing. Thanks for watching. Uh, we appreciate it. Have a happy Valentine's Day. Have a good Sunday. I love you, uh, Brian. Happy Valentine's Day. Love you too, buddy. <laughs> the, the 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 Valentine's in the mail. Uh, I said it, I put the Valentine in your box on your desk. <laughs> oh, remember that when you had to, you had to make a box in school? Oh yeah, yeah. Put it on your desk. It's like that's that's the kind of school we come from, where you had to make a Valentine's Day box, and it, no, you didn't have to buy Valentines for everybody in the class. This is like the cool kids got and the attractive kids got a box full, and I'm sitting <laughs> I'm sitting there with one motherfucking from Jer <laughs> Jerry in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> That has a cat on it. Says you're, you're perfect. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Anyways, what the hell are we talking about? This has gone too long, people. Thanks for listening. <laughs> we'll talk to you later. Have a good Sunday. Peace out. Yeah. Peace out, everybody.